just an addition to that last entry. Another thought popped up. But, again, I don't want this to be a fucking pity party, but I definitely understand the hardships <laughs> and inconveniences that life throws at people regardless of a pandemic or not right but I also believe that it is imperative we as individuals speak truthfully about things that give us a sense of restriction in our beliefs and our thoughts in order to eradicate a lot of the anxieties that are caused by these social implications of being cancelled. You know, a lot of people don't want to complain about certain things because, you know, there are worse things going on and I do believe that there's variations in what's acceptable or not. So, in this case, um, and in light of Ukraine, in light of people dropping like flies because of fucking global pandemic, in light of people unable to travel to see family members because of um, the pandemic and, you know, people being unable to say goodbye to people because of it. Um, this is in no way <laughs> deflecting or um, not considering this this environment. But I think for me and how a lot of the things I've, ex I'm going to say experienced, um, but they've kind of shaped my considerations and I think how I've experienced things would add to, you know, bigger discussions, uh, abstractly anyway. But this fucking person that tried me on BFM, the BFM person, who inspired my last entry and I told them you've inspired my last entry and I sent them the link on Twitter blocked me of course you fucking did wow someone who's just so uh, forthright and such a crusader for uh, change and condemning conservative um, conservative narratives or rhetoric not that I've been guilty of that but you know again doesn't matter these people don't care about facts they care about what they can use for themselves and I said I'm no longer being used as your own personal flashlight because you need your cock to get hard no don't don't try me go to therapy use that fucking psychology major for something else but it spurred this idea this idea this memory uh, last year I sat in on a psychology lecture my friend was studying psychology and I was toying with the idea of going to study I actually still am but now mm, I'm less uh, less uh, sort of excited about the idea so I sat in on a lecture just to get an idea of what the environment's like and obviously I dropped out in high school, when I was 16, I, I haven't been to school since or studied. 
it's been a long time since I've been in a classroom, so I thought it would be quite constructive and went and sat in. So for the entire lecture, we, we sat at the back. The lecture was maybe an hour and a half, two hours. It was quite long. There was uh, a woman down the front. I don't know who they are. I could find out, but I, it's irrelevant, I guess. And they were right up in the front row. And the entire lecture, they sat, turned completely 180, facing me at the back. It's quite a full lecture too. Now, throughout the lecture, it was apparent. And that this person's gaze was fixed on me. I truly mean that. My friend beside me nudged me initially and was like, bro, like, what the fuck is going on? And I didn't say anything. I was just like... And I didn't... I looked at them, you know, a gaze initially because I thought, what the fuck? Are you... What's going on? And when I made eyes with them and then not them not looking away made it apparent that this was an antagonising act. The expression was a smug smile. The gaze was unwavering and fixed on me and people between us were looking behind them like are they looking at me who are they looking at it was very distracting okay and I said I wrote on a note to my friend like what the fuck and my friend was like maybe they I don't know and I was like this is horrible so I couldn't really hear much of the lecture because I was just (laughs) this was and this was the entire purpose of this person staring at me I found out later that this person was actually one of a a lecturer (laughs) <laughs> and quite a quite a vocal uh, flag flyer of online pylon, let's say. And I was like, oh, okay. So I thought, oh, this is going to be like a, <laughs> a rumble after, you know, I just was preparing for the ultimate match at the end of it because there's not, in my mind, again, I interpreted this as it's on. Because if I was going to spend a lecture with my head turned completely 180 to stare at someone for the whole fucking time, I tell you what, that would be me saying, meet me outside, you're going to die. That's why I would do something like that. There's no fucking reason I would do that. So afterwards... I went out and I waited. I was standing in the, in the what do you call it, a lobby? No, it wasn't a lobby, just <laughs> the outside of the room. No one was there. They weren't there. And I was not, I, I rattled the wrong word, but you know, it was fucking irritating. I was there to just try and fucking learn and, oh, and okay, let's oh, add some context to this. The topic that was being discussed in the lecture was, uh, racism and uh, sort of cultural microaggressions in society and kind of trying to break down the, the things that we may not absorb in our day-to-day lives that would qualify as racist behaviours or something. Not And again, I'm not saying or, or something because I don't care. It was because I couldn't fucking retain shit 
because this person was just antagonizing me and trying to intimidate me because they probably thought something like, oh, the fucking racist, you know, rich girl Pebbles is here. But you know what I mean? They knew who I was. And I'm not going to sit here and try and be humble and be like, oh, they just... No, this was an aggressive and deliberate act on the part of this person who otherwise probably loves to tell everyone how kind and how all-encompassing and how generous and how inclusive they are. But the only act that I saw was one of absolute rudeness and deliberate antagonistic energy. And admittedly, have I been back since to try another lecture? No. I'm not saying that that is how I'm going to be deterred from study. But when you've got, like, BFM, Campus Radio, some fuckwit with their own personal bullshit trying to come for me yet again, and this is over, like, a decade of this. This is not just today. This is years of my life being plagued with these people using me because I'm some charity glory hole. That's it. That's all I am to them. They don't consider that I'm a a person. Now, not an important person. Or not a not important person. But I'm a person. Who, I would imagine, experiences, if translated into someone else, they would consider um, someone who's experienced quite a bit of Uh, resistance socially when trying to pursue a sense of meaning maybe I'd say self-worth on a on a social level since my you know admitted trip years ago but do I see extreme conservatives going out of their way to prevent me or prevent others from maybe seeing what I say as, as I say it? No, it's not them. It's always these all-loving liberal people trying to manipulate a narrative and exclude me and and keep me socially banished i guess you could say that because they because they don't like something yeah i can't help it my parents are fashion designers can't help it can't help it can't can't help mum's from london can't help that i'm my mum's white can't help it i'm sure they wouldn't care that my dad's chinese though they wouldn't care about that they wouldn't use that as um, a fiber of, of my evilness. But what else? Oh, I'm sorry that they were successful and I was pretty spoiled, you know. Well, not a crime. 
And I, all these things, I can't really say are the issues that they have. But if the only issue that they have is related to the tweet, then go to fucking therapy. Holy shit. I mean, fuck. You'd think with all these books and all this access to university um, intellect by ways of your peers, discussions and experiences, there might be a doorway in your fucking brain to open up a slight, slightly and let a breeze of humanity in because you're just acting like prisoners of ego. And you can fucking try it. I'm actually, you know, I'm gay. You know, if they are, if they're not, I don't know if they are or not. But I'm just saying, if they try and use some minority issue to defend their own actions, which do not spur from a sexual practice or preference or race, that's not where actions spur from. Not these ones, anyway. They spur from your own fucking personal ego. So if they try, I'm gay, so like, are you being, I've actually experienced, yeah, okay, so is that why you've decided to act in the opposite way? Because if you were really going to consider what it's like to have constant bombardment from a group of people because they believe something that's their own belief and not fact, then you think that maybe they'd have some empathy. But it, it doesn't seem that way to me. And that's how I feel. And I'm entitled to feel this way. Because these actions weren't done by me. So I'm just saying, this person's blocked me since they inspired my last segment. I'm just adding to it. Because again, running from this discussion doesn't sound like you have a very open mind. Sounds like you're a weak little bitch. That's what it sounds like. And looks like. And smells like. And probably is like. But anyway. I don't care. I'm just saying. I hope you're not like that. Because for your sake, it's a waste of a life. To flag fly and pretend. Then live and be. Just because you have an education doesn't make you enlightened. It makes you an educated fool. So, yeah. If I ever go to a lecture again and you decide to fucking turn around and stare at me, we will fight afterwards. That's all that's going to (laughs) happen. You don't waste my time, which I had reserved to learn, by antagonizing me and not having a one-outs after, okay? Because that day was wasted and time is the only currency and you took like two hours of it. So yeah, you owe me either a fight or an apology. (laughs) I'm kidding, but I'm not. Anyway, that was just an add-on thought.